Hey everyone, Dr. Hanisha here, and I know it's been a minute since I've come on, but I'm excited to create this video for you all um, because it's been a long time coming. Um, so for those of you who haven't heard, I am currently pregnant. I am actually just hit my third trimester, so I'm 27 weeks today. So I just started my third trimester and I'm really excited to share with you the physical, mental, and emotional shifts that I've experienced thus far during pregnancy. And, um, and I kind of go into, I have a blog post where I go into how my journey went from being infertile to actually having an unplanned pregnancy. But I will kind of go over that a little bit today. So a little bit of that really is just from my, um, my diagnosis with Hashimoto's hypothyroidism and polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. I've been diagnosed with both of those and both of those are um, leading causes of infertility in women. And with that PCOS, for example, is um, about 70 to 80% of the reason for infertility in women in general. But I'm sitting here today, six months pregnant or almost seven months pregnant and, um, and, and doing really well. And so I, I just want to give hope to all of um, the people out there who are, uh, who have been diagnosed with infertility and have been struggling with conception and um, and ha really haven't gotten any answers because this is why I'm so grateful for naturopathic medicine um, because I was able to get answers uh, a long time ago. I was able to get answers whenever I first started my, uh, my healing journey about seven years ago and was able to see my progesterone levels were extremely low and without progesterone, we cannot actually Create, create a life because we need that progesterone to protect that embryo and for that to actually survive. And lower progesterone levels are also um, what increase risk of miscarriage. And so if that's something that you've also experienced where you've been able to get pregnant, but experience a lot of recurrent pregnancy loss or miscarriages, then that's something that we might be potentially be able to work on too. Of course, I can't make any guarantees, but I, I do think it's important to know that there's hope um, and, and what there are potentially things that we can do to support your overall health and well-being so that you are able to not only get pregnant, but have a safe, healthy pregnancy and then um, a healthy delivery and then a healthy baby as well and healthy postpartum experience for yourself. All of these things are really, really important. So, um, so let's... Uh, let's talk a little bit about my my personal journey, but I um, I do want to I, I did want to mention all of that because um, that's something I'm really passionate about. And with my journey, I had extremely low progesterone levels. I was at 0.5. Optimal levels are around eight, and um, I was at 0.5, so it was really really low. And after a few years of um, really just working mostly diet lifestyle. Uh, working on my gut health, all of that, it really only went up to 1.5. Uh, and then finally, I started on Vitex, which is an, uh, a very powerful herb that can help improve progesterone levels. It essentially is teaching your body how to naturally produce its own proge progesterone so that you don't need to be on any sort of hormone replacement. 
And um, I, after I took that, within a few months, my progesterone levels went up and I was practicing my fertility awareness method, doing all the right things. But after a few years after that, um, I was go going through a lot of shifts and moving a lot um, the last few years. Um, well, mostly the last two years, I've, uh, I've moved around a lot. So I kind of fell off the fertility awareness method uh, game and was more like, I'll, I'll listen to my body figure. Uh, I know when I'm, I mostly know when I'm ovulating, but that is constantly evolving and shifting because anything from a slight stressor to um, a flight can actually shift your ovulation date. And so, um, so that's where I went wrong. Um, I, I didn't fully go into that as much as I should have. Um, however, I, I know I say that that's where I went wrong, but however, I am at this point extremely grateful and so happy to, um, to be giving life and, and creating life uh, for, for this little baby boy and, um, and going through this experience myself. I think um, I, I am very grateful for it despite it being unexpected and unplanned and, and I do, I do genuinely feel really happy and excited for the future. So, um, so with that said, that's a little bit of how I went from being infertile and diagnosed as infertile um, to having an unplanned pregnancy. Uh, and so that is a little bit of what happened. So of course, as you can imagine, the um, when I originally found out that I was pregnant, I was definitely a little shocked and feeling a little stressed, um, mostly mostly because of my very conservative Indian culture and family and um, how this is not generally uh, accepted and it's very taboo. So it was, um, it was a lot for me to uh, wrap my head around, uh, but I did feel like this was the right thing for me at this time uh, to, uh, to keep, keep this child and um, maintain the pregnancy. Uh, because I, that's what I felt was right in my heart. And so when, when making that decision, uh, I really just focused on my heart. I, I went into my meditation, I was journaling and I was, I just looked into what my heart wanted and my heart was ready for this. And even though, um, having a child is definitely not anything that's simple or easy, uh, it, it feels like this was what I was meant to do at this time. And I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited about that. And that's, I, that's what I listen to. And that's what I encourage everyone to listen to, listen to that heart because the, the only time we, I feel like we usually feel regrets is when we haven't listened to our heart and we're, um, we're succumbing to fear or our anxiety versus listening to what, what we truly want and, and this was this is what I wanted. And I have an extremely supportive partner um, who I am so grateful for. So, um, so it's made this whole process a lot easier in general. But with that said, let's talk a little bit about the physical shifts. So initially, um, when I started my first trimester, I, I didn't really have very many symptoms. Around six weeks in, I started to experience 
a lot of fatigue. So that was the main thing, main symptom I experienced. I um, did not really have any nausea, morning sickness, nothing like that. Um, I was experiencing a little bit of nausea if I worked out before I ate. So it was a very simple fix. I just made sure to eat before I worked out um, and uh, maybe would not be able to do as intense cardio initially, but otherwise most of my workouts were pretty, pretty much the same and um, I just needed to eat a little bit more food, which makes sense because we're growing, or I was growing a human, or I still am growing a human, and that takes a lot of energy, so I need a lot of fuel, and so I was definitely eating a lot more uh, initially, and I had a lot of cravings for fruit. Um, I think I wanted a lot of those electrolytes, the, um, the, all those nutrients that come in foods, uh, or fruits in general, were so, just exciting to me and normally I have a sweet tooth and I love my chocolate but I didn't care for chocolate at all all I wanted was fruits and popsicles because it was also starting to shift into summer um, so all of those little things were uh, some physical shifts that I experienced but I was definitely feeling very tired and fatigued and um, I I did do my lab testing right then um, because I had been diagnosed with the Hashimoto's hypothyroidism. I did do my lab testing and I did find that um, my thyroid or TSH levels had gone a little up. And so it did indicate a medication. And so I did start uh, with levothyroxine and I'm doing the lowest dose at 25 micrograms. And since I started that around about six, seven weeks, of um, pregnancy. I have been taking that daily throughout my entire pregnancy and I have actually not really experienced much fatigue at all. I, I mostly feel very energetic and feel really good throughout the day and so that issue was solved almost immediately. Um, but I've been able to stay on that low dose. I've been checking my labs every four to six weeks and um, and my thyroid, everything has been very stable and um, and with our ultrasounds and uh, midwife appointments and everything like that, everything has been very stable and we've been um, very grateful to know that everything has been going uh, in a very healthy manner. So with that said, clearly there are some shifts that happen during pregnancy and when, while I was never on a medication prior to pregnancy, being on this medication now, uh, I don't know what that means for the future. I, I just know that this is what I needed at this time and that just goes to show that it's not necessarily that all medications are bad and I do definitely feel better being on the, on the thyroid medication and I think my baby feels better for it too. So, um, so I'm very grateful for that. And um, so that was kind of the first trimester. So really only symptom was fatigue and then, um, and then a little bit of nausea if I didn't eat, but I mostly was pretty good about that. I, I love food, so it wasn't an issue. I was craving, um, also, I so I was craving fruits, but I was also craving a lot of carbohydrates. So um, a lot of grains that I normally don't eat uh, because I normally have a more paleo diet. And so I was craving a lot of like cereal and uh, pizza and bagels and things like that. And those are things that I don't usually eat but um, I allowed myself to indulge as long as it was gluten-free because my thyroid condition had to be gluten-free. I did allow myself to indulge and usually I was totally okay. Sometimes I would get some occasional bloating um, with that, which again makes sense because I don't normally do well with grains. So, um, 
So yeah, that was, that was really the majority of my first trimester. And then shifting into the second trimester, um, I honestly have felt really great throughout my whole second trimester. I've been able to um, eat normally the way that I normally do, having my three solid meals a day. I didn't even, I don't even, well, I didn't even need to um, eat before I worked out. I felt great. Um, I honestly, the only way I really remembered that I was pregnant was because I was literally growing in size um, and slowing down with my sprints a little bit while I was running um, and doing my high intensity uh, training, which I only do twice a week. So everyone who's about to freak out about my level of exercise, it's, it's really not that bad. And I always make sure to listen to my body. If anything feels off, I stop it, I work, uh, work in a different way. I'm also working with a pelvic floor physical therapist who um, has recommended certain exercises. And so oftentimes um, during workouts, if something feels off, I'll just do, um, do those exercises. Also, she's also made some recommendations in terms of workouts too, which uh, like, you know, what to avoid, certain crunches and things like that. And I've just been avoiding all of that. Otherwise, I've been continuing with most of my strength training, um, cardio, yoga, all of that. Um, and, and I felt really great for it. And honestly, I feel so much better when I do do that. So, um, so I'm really grateful that I've been able to continue with those routines. Um, but yeah, the second trimester has been great. And now shifting into the third trimester, really the only thing that's already started to shift is um, that I do feel hungrier again. And so I, I do feel like I need to eat more food and um, need to eat more often as well. And so that again, makes a lot of sense during this time because now that the baby is growing more, compressing on the stomach so I won't be able to fit as much in my stomach but then I won't be satiated um, and the there will be it, it'll empty much sooner and then I'm gonna be hungry again so that's also very normal and um, so thankfully all of the physical symptoms have been very minor to really non-existent and I'm just I'm really grateful for that but I'm, I'm honestly just very grateful for naturopathic medicine because I think I put in the work beforehand to get myself to a place where my body can handle these shifts and um, changes in, in a healthy manner. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And along with that, the mental shifts, I'm grateful for naturopathic medicine and all that I've put, I, all that I've done beforehand because with this um, situation, I could have had a lot of stress and anxiety and there were definitely points where I was feeling a little bit more stress or anxiety but because I have my meditation practice because I have my my breath work practice and journaling and yoga and um, and in general I'm, I'm good with checking in with myself because I've had all these practices in place beforehand I've been able to support myself throughout this entire pregnancy without taking any additional supplements or things like that, um, that we don't actually know how safe they really are. Um, and I've been able to manage all of that as well as my sleep too, for the most part. So, um, so I'm very grateful for all the work that I have put in beforehand and grateful that I found naturopathic medicine when I did so that it could take me through, through this journey. And um, in terms of the spiritual aspect of things, it's been phenomenal. I feel like I'm already very spiritually connected to this child 
of mine and I I don't know how to really put it into words but um, but he is kicking and moving and I, I do notice that there are certain times where he gets a little bit more excited um, when when I'm feeling good or whenever I'm meditating or taking a bath and he loves those things and so I feel like we have this beautiful spiritual connection I was actually hugging a tree the other day which course as a naturopathic doctor sounds super hippie and um, of course I'm a tree hugger but I was hugging a tree the other day and I could literally feel our heart energies sinking so the trees energy my my energy and the and the baby's energy and it was such a powerful experience and um, just kind of reminded me how spiritual this experience of becoming a mother and motherhood really is and I'm so excited for for what's to come. I, I don't really know how to explain it, but it's it's crazy. I've, I'm I, I've been feeling so good and uh, loving my body for for being able to create this life and um, supporting me throughout the journey. And um, I I do want to go into some some of more of the mental um, emotional shifts uh, and and what what have would have kind of been experiencing, but I'll do that in another video. Today I wanted to mostly go over how I've been feeling and what's been going on. So um, right now I, I feel great and I am so grateful for all of you, for all of your support as well. And um, in my practice, I have not fully slowed down yet, but we have uh, brought on two more doctors and so um, so hopefully they'll be able to help me out a little bit while I'm on my maternity leave, which will be uh, from December 17th uh, until uh, until April, the beginning of April. So um, the December 17th is about two weeks before my due date. So taking two weeks before and then taking about three months after uh, practicing what I preach and really taking that time off to 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 bond with with my child and my partner and really develop those connections together um, as as a as a family and um, and go through that whole experience. So I would love to also share what I I'm planning for my my birth journey and all of that as well. Uh, but I'll I'll do that in another video. So uh, so make sure to keep, stay tuned. Uh, I hope to keep creating these videos. Uh, at least until I actually have um, the little baby boy. So, um, so <laughs> I think that's all I got for you all today. Um, if if you are interested and feel like need need you do need some support in terms of fertility, or you're looking for someone to help um, help you with your fertility journey, I would love to be the one that supports you. But unfortunately, I'm no longer taking new patients. Um, and I'm completely booked out up until um, December when I'm um, about to take my leave. So, so I'm completely booked out. But these new doctors, Dr. Jahaz Shine and Dr. Rachel Huesner are amazing. And they both um, have a very solid understanding of women's health and hormonal health and, um, and can definitely support you throughout this journey in the meantime. Um, so please make sure to check them out on our website. Uh, I'll make sure to link their um, their information below, but um, make sure to check them out and um, and schedule a consult with them because they're they're truly amazing human beings. I, I I've felt connected with both of them in um, 
in a more spiritual way but also they're amazing doctors like they have their shit together they they really are constantly doing their research and always learning more and um beyond that are so compassionate and empathetic and i'm so grateful to have them on our team um, at Mahan Health. So make sure you check them out and um, schedule a call with them. But in the meantime, I'm wishing you all Mahan Health and peace throughout this, um, throughout the, this journey. And uh, I will see you all soon.